Most of them they say, if I hear my daughter is gay, I will kill her. If I hear my son is gay, I will disown him. Why disown your child? That's what made me come out. I wanted the world to know. I'm a mother of gays. I just go out publicly. They can kill me. I pray one day in Kenya, our president, I don't know which president, will come out and say, now this is enough and enough. Yeah. Welcome to This Way Out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine. I'm Greg Gordon. France gets gay prime and foreign ministers. Taiwan elects an LGBTQ supportive president. And the Kenyan mom turns mother bear for queer kids. Those stories and more this week, now that you've discovered This Way Out. I'm Elena Botkin-Levy. And I'm Michael LeBeau. With News Wrap, a summary of some of the news in or affecting LGBTQ communities around the world for the week ending January 13th, 2024. Gabrielle Attal is now France's first openly gay prime minister. President Emmanuel Macron promoted his 34-year-old Jewish Tunisian education minister, to become the youngest person to ever hold that office. Indeed, he's the youngest government leader on the planet. Macron named Stéphane Séjeunet as his new foreign minister a few days later. Séjeunet has led the left-leaning Renew Europe group in the European Parliament. He has also chaired Macron's Renaissance Party. 38-year-old foreign minister Séjeunet is Prime Minister Atal's ex, The pair had a civil union in 2019, before the advent of marriage equality in the country. However, Atal's staff told the daily newspaper Le Figaro some time ago that he and Séjeunet have not been a couple for two years now. Macron's cabinet reshuffle is seen as an effort to bolster his flagging public approval ratings. 2023 was an especially challenging year for him, fueled by urban riots, massive street protests, and sharp divides within his own administration. The president came under fire from some progressive members of his cabinet last year for compromising on an immigration bill. Far-right conservatives called it an ideological victory. The January 13th election of Li Qingte as president reinforces Taiwan's liberal reputation on LGBTQ issues. As vice president of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, Lee was instrumental in getting marriage equality legislation through parliament in 2019, a first for Asia. He took his presidential campaign to Taipei's LGBTQ Pride Parade last October, another first. Lee's incoming vice president, Shobi Kim, has a long history of supporting queer rights. She filed the first marriage equality bill in 2006. Her strong support for marriage equality plunged her into a recall campaign in 2018, which she survived. Lee's and Sho's support for LGBTQ rights was not a presidential campaign issue, although Sho proudly touted her pro-queer track record to younger voters. Thirteen years after her first attempt, She's known for calling on other Christian-identified legislators during the 2019 marriage equality debate to care about the weakest people like God asks us to do. 
Li's two opponents for the presidency favored building closer ties with the People's Republic of China. In his victory speech, Li placed Taiwan's independence at the heart of the global struggle for democracy. We are telling the international community that between democracy and authoritarianism, we will stand on the side of democracy. The Republic of China, Taiwan, will continue to walk side by side with democracies from around the world. Li and Shou will be inaugurated on May 20th. Marriage equality is finally coming to the birthplace of democracy. Greece's center-right New Democracy Party Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis announced on January 10th his administration's endorsement of a bill to open the civil institution to gay and lesbian couples. The politically powerful Greek Orthodox Church registered its strenuous opposition, but Mitsotakis told the nation's public broadcaster, ERT, it is the state that legislates. It doesn't co-legislate with the church. The New Democracy Party holds a controlling 158-seat majority in parliament. About a dozen of its farthest-right MPs staunchly oppose the legislation, but in the prime minister's view, they do not stand to lose anything. Stefanos Kazalakis is the out-gay leader of the left-leaning opposition Syriza Party. He announced that all 38 of his members would support the proposal, even though he says it doesn't go far enough. While the bill allows married queer couples to adopt children, it denies them access to surrogacy services. Greece has had civil unions for same-gender couples since 2015. Full marriage equality was a campaign promise of Mitsotakis on the way to a landslide re-election victory last year. Parliament will take weeks to approve the marriage equality legislation, according to the advocate. Vietnamese women's national football team member Chan Thi To rang in the new year by marrying her girlfriend Nguyen Thi Tuan. The history-making public wedding ceremony in Ho Chi Minh City was attended by many of the 33-year-old Defender's teammates. However, the ceremony was only symbolic. Vietnam's National Assembly repealed a specific ban on marriage equality in 2015, so queer couples are allowed to celebrate their unions without penalty and without legal recognition. Tran wrote on her Facebook page, I would like to send my sincere thanks to relatives on both sides of the family, friends near and far, and colleagues who took some time to come celebrate and give congratulations. Best wishes to us. The wedding was a great success. Vietnam seems to be inching toward expanding queer rights. The health ministry declared in 2022 that being LGBTQ is not an illness and that sexual orientation and gender identity cannot be cured nor need to be cured. It also formally banned so-called conversion therapy the same year. Alabama's ban on gender-affirming health care for trans youth is going forward. The U.S. 11th Circuit Court of Appeals is allowing a law to take effect that forbids medical providers from offering transgender treatment to patients under the age of 18, including reversible puberty blockers and hormone therapies. Pediatric gender-affirming surgery is also prohibited, although it's virtually never a treatment option. The Atlanta, Georgia-based 11th Circuit is one of the country's more conservative appeals courts. 
It granted the request by Republican Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall to start enforcing the law, even as its constitutionality is being challenged in a lower court. U.S. District Judge Lyles Burke had temporarily blocked its enforcement pending the outcome of the case. Lawyers representing the plaintiff parents of transgender adolescents told a news conference, Alabama's transgender health care ban will harm thousands of transgender adolescents across the state and will put parents in the excruciating position of not being able to get the medical care their children need to thrive. The district court issued its preliminary order blocking the ban after hearing days of testimony from parents, doctors, and medical experts about the devastating impact of this ban and the lack of any medical justification for it. We will continue to challenge this unlawful ban and to support parents and their kids in pushing back against the dangerous reality of being denied access to necessary, best-practice medical care. A full trial on the constitutionality of the ban is scheduled for August. Finally, a school district in Ron DeSantis' Florida has taken the Republican governor's book ban law to an absurd conclusion. The Pensacola area Escambia County School District has yanked the American Heritage Children's Dictionary, Webster's Dictionary for Students, and Merriam-Webster's Elementary Dictionary from its school's shelves. Dictionaries, of course, contain descriptions of sexual conduct, and the law bans such filth from school classrooms and libraries. Dozens of books ranging from the Guinness Book of World Records and Ripley's Believe It or Not to biographies of Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Oprah Winfrey, Nicki Minaj, and Thurgood Marshall are under scrutiny. Anne Frank's Diary of a Young Girl, Agatha Christie's Death on the Nile, and two books by right-wing pundit Bill O'Reilly are also on the chopping block. Plaintiffs in a lawsuit filed last year challenging the constitutionality of the book ban include mega-publisher Penguin Random House, five banned book authors, two parents of Escambia County students, and the writer's advocacy group Pen America. Their arguments are based on First Amendment free speech grounds. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody submitted a brief on behalf of the DeSantis administration. It offers the odd argument that a school board can ban any book for any reason because public school libraries are intended to convey the government's message. It essentially claims that boards can ban speech that the government disapproves. There are other well-known books that clearly contain what could be described as sexual content, but demands in a couple of Florida school districts to ban the Bible and the Koran have thus far been unsuccessful. That's News Wrap, global queer news with attitude, for the week ending January 13th, 2024. Follow the news in your area and around the world. An informed community is a strong community. News Wrap is written by Greg Gordon, with thanks to Jason Lynn, edited by Lucia Chappelle, produced by Brian DeShazer, and brought to you by you. Thank you. Help keep us in ears around the world at thiswayout.org, where you can also read the text of this newscast and much more. For This Way Out, I'm Elena Botkin-Levy. Stay healthy. And I'm Michael LeBeau. Stay safe. I'm a little tired of the weary throwaway line that there is no such thing as the gay sensibility. Of course there is such a thing as a gay sensibility. Of course gay men and women think in some fundamental ways differently from straight. It is not just about what we do in bed. It is about the echoes in the culture of who we are 
or who we aren't. Hi, I'm Clive Barker. Listen to This Way Out. Our listeners support This Way Out in many ways. By subscribing to our e-newsletter. Email us at info at thiswayout.org. And through your financial contributions to our program. More information about how you can give is online at thiswayout.org. Thank Thank you. you. Last time on This Way Out... Public opinion polls have found more than 80% of her Kenyan neighbors saying that their Christian and Muslim faiths reject homosexuality. I didn't know what was happening to my daughter. She told me, Mom, I'm gay. It was not a new name to me. I knew there was something like that going on, but I didn't know about my daughter. We will pray for Virginia, but we were praying for Virginia to change. She told me I'm bisexual. I can date a girl. I can date a boy. God protect her. It's been a long journey. Mary Mumbai's courageous journey began when one of her daughters came out as lesbian. Then a second daughter came out as bisexual. Same-gender sexual activity is illegal in Kenya, so those admissions in themselves were dangerous. But Mary still offered her children and their queer friends a mother's love and compassion. Soon, she was spreading the word about tolerance and fairness to other parents and families. In the conclusion of her interview with Diana Wanyonyi for the Women's International News Gathering Service, Mary Mumbai talks about using her influence to create safe spaces in an increasingly hostile environment. One day my daughter Virginia told me, my mom, I want you to come to a meeting, a training. Training of what? I want you to know me more than the way you know. So, where is the meeting taking place? I went to the meeting. My daughter was very happy. I've accepted. I was the only parent. The other ones, they have people, but maybe neighbor, maybe a cousin have come from Not like me, my mom. No. Everybody was wondering, wow, you are mom. Yes, she's my mother. And then I talked to them, I explained my experience. So, you are my family, I told them. You need anything, you need, you need someone to talk to, come to me. I will talk to everyone. Don't fear anyone. I think it was an old general meeting. They, know, they have a party, so I was told to talk talked in front of everyone. We had pastors. We had our priests coming from our church, from my church where I go. So Virginia told me, Father Appeal is here. Are you comfortable? I told her, yes. I fear nobody. I told her, yes, I will talk. I don't fear anyone. You are mine. Not Father Appeal. You are mine. So I stood up and talked to people. 
So that's how the journey was till now. I'm still with Pema. Anywhere they call me, in any meeting I go, I don't fear. I can defend my child. I can defend another one's child. Even if I find someone mocking about someone, I know. Even if I don't know, they call names. I normally tell them, don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. You don't know about your sister, your brother, even your mother. Maybe your mother in the house is pretending. Yeah, yeah. She can get married, but she's not, that you call, she's not straight. They say, they are, as we are straight, they are crooked. So I normally tell them, don't, don't do that. So I thank God for that. It's not an easy journey. But I thank, I thank God I'm there now. I'm happy. Even at my church, I'm a choir member. Uh, there was a day they were talking badly about case. I listened and then I told them, now me, I want to talk to you about gay. About case. I talked to them. They said, ah, Mama Vicini, are you serious? Yes. I know you normally see the posts because Virginia doesn't fear anything. She's like the mother. My, my daughter is gay. You told her? Yes. Don't talk badly about gays in front of me. They were, she was born like that. I didn't know, but I came to, to realize my daughter is gay. So then they started asking, hey, are you sure it's not devil's work? I told them no. It's not devil's work. I believe it's not devil's work. So can you stop talking? You don't know about your daughters, your brothers, your sisters. Most of you, most of you, we are daughters and your brothers and your sisters. They are at, at boarding schools. Do you know what they do there? You don't know. They had things they cannot open up. They said, okay, okay. It's okay, mom, we will not talk again about about them. So at least they, they stopped talking. Some normally come to me and then they want to know, to know more about gay, gays. Uh, Mommy Sutton tell us. He told us it is not a devil. And here outside in the internet, they say that they are being paid to be gays. Then I told then me, I could be a, a multi-billionaire. Mm. My daughter is singing, only singing. She could be a billionaire. Why do you say they are being sponsored? They are not sponsored. They are not given any money. Yes. They need acceptance. They don't need pity. Don't feel pity on them. Because mm. they are not crooked. They are okay. They're just different. Yeah, they're just different. Different the way we say the, the people, the people the yeah, disability. disability, yes. But they're okay. They can work the way you work. They can own a house. They can own a saloon. They can own any business. They can work anywhere as long as you accept them. So please, can you accept them? It's not easy. I know. I know you just accept here. But when you go out, I know you talk, 
you talk. But one day, one time, you will remember me. Why did you come out in public to talk about the issue of Virginia? I came out because I wanted the other people to know what is happening, to empower them so that other mothers there out, even the fathers, to accept their child. They don't, they stop criticizing them. Yeah, because most of them, they say, if I hear my daughter is gay, I will kill her. If I hear my son is gay, I will disown him. Why disown your child? Why? That's what made me come out. I wanted the world to know. Yeah, I wanted the world to know. But what I can tell you, you cannot just go out and say about gays. Even me, I cannot just go out anywhere. You have to look for a safe space to talk about it. You don't go anywhere. You don't know the outcome. Yes. Because now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a mother of gays. And then I, go, I just go out publicly. They can kill me. Yeah. As a mother, are you worried about uh, whatever is happening in Uganda and uh, parts of uh, coastal Kenya where this group, they are being treated badly? Like in Uganda, the government has come up with a very harsh punishment. Yes. And uh, here in Kenya, there was a time there was a lot of demonstration here in yeah. Mombasa. Are you afraid for your daughters? Security-wise, there was a time I was worried. Very much worried. There was a lot of killing, killings, like in Achiloba. And many people were killed because of their kids. I was worried. I used to talk to my daughter because my daughter had to vacate from the place she used to be. She told me, Mommy, I'm not coming home. I'm somewhere, somewhere safe. I told her, where? She told me, Ma, it was King Orani Machenko. I told her, that place is not safe. I hear things in the TV. It is the worst place. But, stay indoors. So we used to talk a lot. I was encouraging her with her girlfriend. They were together, they were staying together. So I used to encourage them. And the girlfriend, till now, the parents have not accepted her. To my, my all, all my children, I'm very, even the boy, I'm very open. They don't hide anything from me because I'm open. I told them anything, I don't want them to share with anyone. They share with me first. Because outside the feedback is not good. Yeah. Whoever she has dated, no parent ever accepted them. So I used to talk to Virginia a lot. Uh, you have to be worried because in Uganda they are killing them. In Kenya they had started the same situation. Even a parent kills her daughter because she's gay. I've heard of a situation in Likon. A girl was killed because she's gay. An innocent soul. You, you are perfect because you are straight. Yeah. So you kill them. So you have to be worried. But what I normally say, uh, I pray one day in Kenya. You know, it's only the president who can say anything. One day, I believe, and that is where we are going. I believe one day our president, I don't know which president, will come out and say, now this is enough and enough. Yeah. 
so that they can find a space, a safe, safe space. You know, now even when they go out, they are worried. Yeah. They don't know who they will meet, things like that. Like my daughter, one day she told me she went for a training in Nairobi. They were followed. Some people were following them and saying, So they went back immediately to the place they were. I told them, don't go anywhere in Nairobi. Stay at the meeting, you finish the training, you go back to Mombasa. Yeah, don't risk. Yeah, that's what I told them. Do you think there is need for parents and guardians to be educated, sensitized, and also be informed? I would like them to be empowered, to go to trainings. They have that so that, so that they can have that knowledge. You know they don't have the knowledge. But immediately when you go to the training, you say you've been sensitized, imagine even police, chiefs, pastors, they used not to accept them. But those who have went to those trainings, now they are accepting them. But the problem is, this police officer, where he works, he will get a transfer, another one will come. We don't know if he will accept them. That is the problem. Same thing applies to chief. They normally get transfers. So it's still not easy. And you know these people, they are not accepted even in the hospitals. Yeah. Because you are gay, they will leave, them, leave you there, they will not attend to you, and it is very wrong. How did you fight stereotypes? And did you lose a lot of friends and relatives? At first, I lost them. But right now, they are my friends. Yeah. Right now, they are my friends. Even this issue when it was bad here in Kenya, some of them used to call me, Hi, Mama Virginia. Hey, do you see what is happening? And your daughter. They normally say my daughter. They don't say about the other one. So, because they don't know. They, they see Virginia the way she is, like a boy. So she's a man. I normally tell them. I, I used to tell them. Can see everything in the news. So, what we do? Can we pray for them? Don't pray for Virginia only. Pray for the whole world. People are dying. Innocent souls are being killed. Just pray for them. They normally talk to me well now. Yeah, now we can share. I thank God for that. Kenyan mom and LGBTQ advocate Mary Mumbai now has to pray about the proposed Family Protection Act. Patterned after Uganda's Anti-Homosexuality Act, it would outlaw identifying as LGBTQ, promoting queer rights, pride marches, drag shows, rainbow flags, and even rainbow-colored clothing. Mary Mumbai was interviewed by Diana Wanyoni for the Women's International News Gathering Service, WINGS. Thanks for discovering This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. News Wrap was reported this week by Elena Botkin Levy and Michael LeBeau, produced by Brian DeShazer, and with thanks to Jason Lynn. Mombasa correspondent Diana Wanyoni interviewed Mary Mumbai 
with thanks to producer Frida Worden and Wings, the International Women's News Gathering Service. Yes, and Siru performed some of the music you heard, and Kim Wilson composed and performed our theme music. This way out thanks Steve Sims and Richard Burke and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Ask us about how you can join them. Look for This Way Out Radio on social media, email us at info at thiswayout.org, or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Los Angeles, California, 90078, USA. For associate producer Lisa Trappell and the entire This Way Out crew, I'm Greg Gordon. We thank you for listening online at thiswayout.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And on 7RGY, Houston, Tasmania, KKFI, Kansas City, Missouri, WELT, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and a wide array of community terrestrial and internet radio stations around the world, including this one. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay tuned.